do that. You my son. All right, we ready? All right. Peace, King. Peace, King. Peace, yo. Good to be back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your last episode was dope. Yeah, it was off the chain. I enjoyed that very much. I think we have a lot more to talk about concerning yeah. that, though. Yes, indeed. I can't wait to bring him back. Yeah. Just open up the topic gates. That's it. Yeah. And we went in. We yeah. went in hard, but it was... Oh. <laughs> What's, what's wrong, Weldon? <laughs> what's, what's, yeah, my what's bad. Wrong? You know what I mean. Like it was a great episode. Yeah, yeah. A lot left to be discussed, but we covered a good amount of uh, of that topic, and um, uh, it was heated too. Yeah. Oof. Got yeah, got one. But yeah. what I loved about it was we differed after it was over. But respect. We dapped everybody yeah, up, no doubt, and we went on. That's yeah. the way it should be. Yep. So I appreciate that. But today we got another good show for y'all. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah. And we got another great guest for y'all. So let me just uh do my thing and try to shape this thing a little bit for our listeners. So wait, did you guys see the thing that happened in Pennsylvania? What thing happened in Pennsylvania? Thing? Were they fighting over the snow, the two neighbors? I didn't want to see the video, but I heard about it. Somebody oh, you do died, not right? want to see that video. Somebody died? So you like do not want to snow? See, you do not want to see the video. Yeah, I didn't want to so see you know, it. You know, like how like uh, like parking was a, is a hot topic mm-hmm. like yeah. for arguments and fights. Yeah. And yeah. It starts over snow, but it, it's something deeper, and it, and it looks a little Did crazy. it involve a kid? No, the kid is the only one who survived the family. Oh, my God. Yeah. All right, we'll talk about that yeah, later. So, yeah, that's crazy. Somebody sent me the link to the video, and I didn't want to watch it because they gave me the warning ahead of time. So I was like, I don't want to be it triggered. It is brutal. I just it got done brutal. watching American Skin. I wasn't trying to be triggered anymore. Mm-hmm. But um, Yeah, sorry. Go ahead. Man. No, 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 man. That, you know, thank you for interrupting like you do. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's what I do. Yeah, that's what you do. Yeah, baby. <laughs> So for those who are joining us for this episode, we thank y'all for joining us. Another great episode. If you, for our regular listeners, if you remember a couple episodes back, probably over the summertime, we talked briefly about um, interracial relationships yeah. and, and how it impacted us as we moved into adulthood. And I think briefly we talked about um, all that was happening in the summer with all the social unrest, the Black Lives Matter movement and all that was happening. And... Um, we didn't really get all deep into it, but interracial, we, we kind of mentioned or wondered, you know, what's going on or what would, we wondered what would be happening with interracial relationships. Right, amidst and, all of yeah, this all craziness this that's going on, yeah. how or are interracial of, relationships holding up right. given the dynamics that have yeah. been introduced into into general life? Yes. Right, so, right. Mm. so like personally, my um relationship is interracial so some of the insight that i was referring to was more about the things that have to do with you know unknown Mm -hmm. to most people Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. the dynamic inside right yeah the dynamic outside or when you go out as a couple the perspective that you have from inside the relationship so not just those but now in the climate of what was yeah the craziest political time yeah. I've ever seen. Yeah. Right. In our yeah. lifetime, right? Uh, or at least it seemed like it was headed in that direction. It's right? definitely still, I yeah, think, yeah. tops in my lifetime. Yeah. I've never seen anything like that, at least in this country. I've seen it in other countries, mm-hmm. but not here. Right. Yeah. So we, we kind of wanted to delve into that a little more for this episode. Yeah. Just uh, discuss and, and just talk with our guests, who I'll introduce in a few minutes. But just what is it like to be... Uh, in a relationship that is interracial and in the midst of all the social unrest and, uh, you know, just how things play out. So uh, I want to welcome our guest today, 
everybody let's say hello to shalon come on let's say hello i think do we, have a, do we have a clap track no? it looks like you have a clap track he's clapping for <laughs> you i'm clapping in my heart yeah. shalon welcome to the show it's a pleasure having you full disclosure you. full disclosure i just want to say before i interrupt i'm sorry i didn't mean to interrupt you. you already did i know i'm sorry but i just want to say uh, uh shalon is a, a colleague uh very intelligent college professor she contributes a lot to the uh department that we work in so I'm just putting that out there. This is a smart woman, so I appreciate you taking time out to hang out with some of us foolish dudes. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. No, it's our pleasure. Um, so could you give a little bit of background as to what you do? Um, I know Weldon said that you guys work together and, and you're a professor, but what do you teach and what, what do you specialize in? So I teach American history. I also teach women's studies. So just sort of the survey, introductory level classes, um, that's sort of what I teach. Uh, specialized African-American history, but I don't really get to teach that as much. Walden got that covered, <laughs> mm. so I get to do the oh, women. We're going to share that soon. Don't yeah, worry. yeah, you can get two classes It's a big enough department right there. You <laughs> we'll, get a couple we'll work classes that out. We'll work that out. We'll work that out. Yeah, let map all of them. <laughs> but that, I think that's some of the issue, though. There's probably some other classes that need to develop, but uh, our department is, you know, it's a community college, so it's kind of small. So the class offerings are small, not right. like a four, full four year college. Right, 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 right. Yeah. It's not a, a, an entire study, is what you're saying. Yeah. 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 And, and let me just say, before uh, Shalon got there, I mean, I was the only full time African American in the department. Word. So. I'm glad that I got. So, Shalon, you make number two. Yeah. So, and have there been any? <laughs> have there been any since? No. Well, just, you know, yeah. the hiring processes, especially in the midst of the economic situation in America, you know, a lot of times when there's a decline in enrollment or there's a, you know, economic issues, when schools are always trying to figure out how to save yeah, money. Save so it's money, hard yeah. to yeah. hire when schools are trying to figure out how to save money. Yeah. They yeah. got to set yeah, something up. Is what they got to do. Well, they got to yeah. set. You know. Yeah. But we are oh, living school in, legs. We can do this. Yeah, we're living in a time now, though. There's a high, um, what's the word? High want is not what I want to say, but people want to learn more and feel Design. like they need to know more about yeah, yeah. whether it be diversity. There's uh, a requirement for yeah, African American mm -hmm. history and just the perspective other than the traditional mainstream perspective. So, so how do y'all feel about the? Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, no. How do y'all feel about um, the? idea of having black history be part of american history shalon can you answer that it's central uh, i i think in the course sometimes you have people some of the students are upset by how much you talk about african-american history in their sort of survey <laughs> they'll write in their little yeah. evaluations mm -hmm. i didn't sign up to take african-american history mm -hmm. but it's really difficult to tell the story of America without African Americans, right? We were here, we built the country. It is, <laughs> it is, it is American history. Free. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't understand that because growing up, everybody gets American history. So why would you not want an additional component, a, a core component of American history that never gets taught in high school? Well, you know why. Yeah, I know why. So do you, you think- know why? I definitely know why yeah. certain people. So I didn't know you got that uh, on your surveys or your. Uh, I definitely got on my. Um, what do you call it, uh, Shalon? At the end of the year, the students do it. What is it? The um, when they judge us as professors, <laughs> student evaluation. Evaluation. Yes. Yeah. 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 I definitely. You can read them anonymously. Yeah. But I've definitely got the. I didn't know I signed up for a Black Lives Matter class. Wow. I didn't know I signed up for. 
So those, I definitely have seen those. Mm-hmm. But I look at those as compliments, like, I did my job yeah, well. Right. But if, right. if the class is offered under, um, like, American history. Yep. Right. Do you do you think it would, say, receive the same sort of deal? Or? Well, that, no, no, no. We're talking about that. Oh. It'd be it'll be a U.S. history class. But, oh, and you get that we, that type of response. Yes, yeah, wow. I, I think Shalon is, and and along with myself, we're saying we make sure that we ingrain mm-hmm. African American history mm-hmm. into the history mm-hmm. class. Yeah, because it's because it's American history. Yeah, it's American right, history. Right, but People aren't used to that. Right. Yeah, I'm right. not used to it. Yeah. Unfortunately, but some, some people are offended. Unfortunately. Right. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Something that doesn't fit their narrative yeah. offends their senses. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. So, so we're here to talk about um, uh, your relationship. All um, up in your business, <laughs> in your business, <laughs> your business. Um, and so, uh, could you give us a little bit of background? Um, so you you married or you got into a relationship with a white gentleman. You ended up uh, getting married to him, right? So, can you give us a little yes. bit of background of how you guys met, um, how the relationship progressed, and then we can get into the meat of the conversation from there, I think. And also how you all, I'm just assuming. Yeah, just I, let her no, no, no. Talk. I'm assuming y'all identify <laughs> black and white, but I don't know. So maybe identity is important to the story if you don't identify. Yeah. If, if, if that was a component in yeah. the early part of your relationship or if it was, um, if it was realized as up. it, as it, uh, as your relationship grew <laughs> and as time went on, that'd be interesting. Yeah. Right. All right. So I met my husband, uh, 2008. I remember our first date because it was Martin Luther King Day, mm. and I don't, that that took me out. Right. <laughs> they called and asked me for a date on Martin Luther King Day. I'm just like, what? He is white. He's Irish and Italian mm-hmm. heritage, but he's white. So I was I was thrown by that <laughs> when he asked me to date Martin Luther King Day. I'm sort of just and we went to see Great. Hey, hey that's a great game right there. <laughs> like you know, like, you can't say no on my <laughs> no. That's the whole point. <laughs> So we've been together since we got married in 2017, Mm. which was a chaotic year. I didn't know it would get more intense. Um, But yeah, we've been together for more than a decade. Um, How I met met him in a bar. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Drinking and all that other stuff. A lot of people, Um, man. Nothing wrong with that. (laughs) But it was that question of identity was very complicated at the beginning because I'm the first African-American person he's dated. Mm. Um, and it really was sort of surprising for his friends and for his family members, particularly when he realized that we were serious, mm-hmm. um, that there was conversations that I had and sort of pushback mm-hmm. that people were surprised. Um, my husband comes from a sort of more prominent family mm-hmm. He's sort of very well known. Um, so the idea, he's the only son. Mm-hmm. So I think there was sort of some pushback. The idea that the only son of this prominent person would be with an African American woman, mm-hmm. no matter right. how sort of accomplished or whatever I was, mm-hmm. it was sort of this shock. Mm-hmm. Like, are you just dating her to date her, or is it something more serious? Mm-hmm. I think when it became more serious there was sort of this um, challenge that was presented. Um, I don't know. Andrew, you said you're in an interracial relationship, but it it gets complicated sometimes because there's sort of perceptions about who people should be with, particularly um, when it's black, white, I think. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. that was a really complicated situation, but he sort of stuck by me. Mm -hmm throughout all of that which was important that's important it's necessary (laughs) it's necessary 
yeah. really do that challenge whether just sort of just like pick her or us mm-hmm. that that person sticks with you um but what happened in the course of our relationship that sort of tested it is that politically we started to become different mm-hmm. where when i met him he was team obama and a democrat mm-hmm. And eventually, over the course of time, he's becoming a little bit more Republican leaning, mm-hmm. which presents some challenges, particularly the Republicans we have in office now. Right. <laughs> um, that kind of thing. So, did he? Um, did his family lean Democrat, or were did they lean Republican? They're mixed. They're but mixed. They're Republican. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it's sort of now the language of get out. <laughs> there are some moments where people are concerned, like you're surrounded by all these white Republicans. Are you okay? Uh, type of thing. So it was something new that was for them as well. Mm. Mm. Interesting. Interesting. So one of the, the, I guess one of the issues or the things we would talking about is in in the system or not in this past summer and it's interesting Mm -hmm. well when did you notice his i guess political shift maybe that's important Mm -hmm. when did you notice his political shift you said he was team obama so did it shift like in that next election or did it happen well even before that did he shift to team obama because of 2008 because that's when you said you guys met 2008 right we met 2008 right so i think it's uh sort of an evolution in his ideas that he was a Democrat when we met, mm. um, which I think made him, uh, made him open to the relationship. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Sometimes when things got, when things got tough and particularly when things got tough this summer, there are points I wondered if he would have been open to dating me if he met me now, mm. if that makes right. any sense. Definitely. Um, so it was slowly, gradually over the course of time, but, with the recent elections, he sort of was leaning more Republican, which again was presenting a lot of challenges for me. Uh, <laughs> it was a tough summer. It was a tough summer for the two of us. Mm-hmm. Um, can you can you remember the or can you recall like the first instance that kind of stuck in your mind? Like like what like what like it approaching him, what you know about him to him drifting towards like the other side can you be like this stuck out in my mind as the earliest evidence i'm trying to think about that um i think just so 2016 2016 election really just being very hard on hillary clinton Mm. (laughs) sort of highlighting the fact that he wasn't going to support her meaning that it was more open the door to trump Mm -hmm. um which even its early rhetoric with Trump was sort of just like, this is very concerning <laughs> that this is hurtful for people that you care about. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah. he loves and cares about my family, um, feels really close to them, like they're his family. Um, so we were trying to explain, and really my sister was the first one that really laid into him about stuff. <laughs> so for me, it was sort of a slower evolution. My sister was really f trump and <laughs> if you right. support him then right. you're gonna have a problem right. with that so sort of those kinds of discussions where in that election it really stuck out um yeah, that he was that. leaning a different way in a way that 
it's hurtful. I think he doesn't understand sometimes that it's hurtful because I am black. <laughs> I, yeah. I don't know mm-hmm. how to explain that more, that he sort of sees me as Shalon, but that my blackness is not negotiable. Mm. It's not something that I'm ashamed of, something I'm very proud of. It's a very big part of my identity. Mm-hmm. It was a big part of my identity when we met. Um, we were asking what I specialize in, and it is African-American history. That's why I do history. So it was just very challenging because there's this person I love who loves me at a time when things are getting turbulent. Mm-hmm. And that's even before sort of the summer when everything was even more intense. So mm-hmm. now before I'm going to ask you a question, Andrew, since yeah. you stated that you're in an interracial relationship as well. Are your political views, do you and your wife share the same political views? Or yeah, we do share closer political are they has there ever been a moment where you you recognize there's a i I guess a slight divide or no pretty much i've been no there was there was um you know social issues that i don't think she was as aware of um um but it was mostly regarding our children not necessarily people our own age you know because it is a different experience than she's experienced so she doesn't some of the things she doesn't know to even look out for right you know what i mean right and yeah, it's a challenge, okay. definitely. Okay, I was just it's, but it, it's 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 an education thing, and then once they get the education, how do they treat it, or what do they do with it? Right, is a major indicator. Like she says, um, if it, you know, if somebody you love, mm-hmm. then loves you, feels a way that they don't even understand. So it, that could be tough. Man. Yeah. Yeah. Because then you gotta you gotta see that person every day. Yeah, you know what I mean. You still gotta love that person, <laughs> and mm-hmm. sometimes you, you, I don't see how you can't. Like some people say, um, Shalon, that love is bigger than politics. Like, or they might say to you, like, can this be something that like splits people? What What would you say to those people? I think it, it depends on the politics, really with Black Lives Matter and some of the stuff with police uh, abolition and all of this other stuff. It For me, it's it's bigger than me, right? Mm. That story in Rochester, pepper spraying a nine-year-old little girl, mm. these things are not negotiable. Mm-hmm. So definitely, my husband knows I'm doing this, but I told him it, it, it's sort of bringing up some painful things because we got to a breaking point where I really said this, you either support this movement or you don't. Mm. And I can't be with somebody who doesn't fully support it, even if you're still learning about it, that it impacts me. I'm that little girl, do you know what I mean? She's that connection Mm. to other black people. So I think the height of it during the summer, I think he thought I was watching too much news. Do you know what I mean? I think he thought that if I sort of turned it off, then I would be fine, that I was upsetting myself. But Mm -hmm. he doesn't understand sort of this larger collective identity that comes with being black that connection mm-hmm. i just met y'all but i feel connected mm-hmm. do you know what i mean mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. all of these things happening to people i feel connected to that little girl do you know what i mean yeah. one it could be me but also that hurt of being nine yeah. and having these things happen no. right. so i think it depends on the political thing but I, with black lives matter i sort of said to him and that's when things really got difficult because it's it's hard for him to fully understand. Mm-hmm. And I think for some white people, whether they're aware or not, they protect whiteness. They protect yeah. whiteness, there's an investment in it mm-hmm. that 
he was sort of picking whiteness over me and he didn't fully realize that. But it's sort of saying when you're defending some of these systems, when you're defending these actions over this person here who's standing in front of you telling you all of this stuff, mm -hmm. um, you are defending the system of white supremacy. Mm. So, Did you articulate all of that to him? And if you did, how did he receive that? There was pushback. I did. I had to, I had to tell him all of that mm. because it's, again, the person that you love that you see. And him not getting it makes me feel like I'm not fully seen. Mm -hmm. It made it feel like, okay, we've been together for a decade, but you don't fully get me. If you think that sometimes people talk about being colorblind, why wouldn't you see me? Mm -hmm. I don't want be a green person, you know, mm -hmm. where they're like red and green, and yellow mm -hmm. people. And we all just get along. Clear. It's sort of <laughs> that heritage and being black mm -hmm. is part of who I am. Right. Um, and it's something I'm proud of. So it seemed like when he was dismissing the movement, you're sort of negating part of who I am. Mm. So it got tough. Uh, there was talk of divorce um, that it got real. Mm -hmm. But that's sort of what I said to him, how important these issues are, right. where I don't know if before the past decade, as he was changing his ideas, if I wasn't really paying attention to his political shift. Because it didn't seem as big. But then everything this summer made everything seem bigger, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. yeah. But this is sort of an urgency where we can't just keep seeing people die. We can't have police in school. Like it really just is getting to that point where the solutions now and haven't had that conversation. And I can't be with somebody who doesn't fully support that. So I told him all of those things. Yeah. Real, real quick. Oh, yeah. No, go ahead. Will. Just want to ask a quick question. So I, I think I, I heard you say in the while you were sharing some things was that you told him you were doing this podcast. Correct. Did you, did you yes. say it? Yeah. <laughs> what was his reaction to that? Uh, I think it's sort of I told him the topic and I told him I was going to do it. And I think he was just sort of just like, OK, okay. Um, trying to be as supportive as he can. OK. okay. I, I think he's slowly um, understanding that. It's not upsetting me to talk about these things because sharing a story helps somebody else. Mm -hmm. But I think sometimes it's just sort of, well, that's painful. Let's just move on. Right, right. You know, mm -hmm. let's just move forward. Right, right. Um, and again, it's sort of hard to move forward when all of these issues are still very present. Mm -hmm. So we are in a complicated space yeah. in our relationship. I understand. But mm -hmm. He was supportive. That's good. <laughs> He'll listen. He'll give me my Feedback. He'll give you feedback on the show. Okay, I understand. Right. I understand. You know, sometimes it takes uh, somebody to hear s somebody speak, like to, for him to hear you speak on this podcast and articulate it to other people. Maybe then it'll sink in a little bit more because it's not coming directly at him at that time. You know what I mean? So it could be that that would be helpful in him understanding a little bit better of where you're coming from. The question I was going to ask is what was his specific pushback against how you felt about Black Lives Matter and what was going on in this country and how you felt it was affrontive to African-Americans and, and something needs to be done? But what, I don't understand. I would like to know what his pushback against that was. I think he doesn't, he didn't understand that it's sort of bigger than a week. Do you know what I mean? It's not, when everybody on social media sort of blacked their social media out for that day mm -hmm. for Black Lives Matter, I think he sort of thought this is something she's thinking about now and she'll move on. Mm -hmm. But it's sort of this transformative 
moment. You know what I mean? These are issues I cared about before, but going forward, solutions for that, because that's devastating. Again, going to school and getting pepper spray. Like, these stories are just so... Outrageous. Yeah, egregious. Uh, Egregious, outrageous, exactly. But what was his specific, like... uh, what did he have against how you felt? Like there's something that he felt was pushing against part of who he was or what he believed for there right. to be such strife between you and him, right? So, And I think it's sort of just his attitude towards the police, not mm-hmm. really understanding why people would say, um, believe in sort of defunding the police and things like that. Mm-hmm. He just grew up in a different sort of environment where they're heroes. So I think it was getting to some of his core beliefs, mm. things that he was sort of raised to believe. Right. So like um, the police. I think a lot of the people that he's around lean more Republican and they were sort of pushing back mm. or just repeating talking points and not really thinking about the reality of what he's saying. The depth of what you believed in and the reality right. of it. It was just going against what he knew was his reality. Right. Mm. Cause I think for some people, particularly white people to really understand black lives matter, it's going to challenge some of their whiteness mm. and that investment in it. Mm. And I think for a while he was sort of protecting that. You oh. just want to accept that difference, that different reality where it's just like, you know, I could be one of these people and nobody well, I mean, people would care, but I, I don't I don't know how to describe that, that black life is sort of disposable in America, that we see all these videos and that it could be me. Those are trying to explain to him. And I think for whatever reason, he just didn't want to accept or believe that. I think that sometimes you can be in a dynamic thinking about my in-laws and other people where they think I'm special black. Do you know what I mean? Where they mm. think there's something that will protect me. Like you're one of the good ones. Of Say that again. Yeah. Like you're one of the good ones. Or that that there's some kind of protection. The police showed up and they wanted to shoot me. It would just happen. And there would be some kind of justification for it. Right. So I think, yeah, the, being one of the good ones mm. or that, mm. you know, special or something mm. like that. Where yeah, yeah. they could love Shalon but not love black people. Right, right. right. The, sort of like I have, I have a black friend. That kind of mentality where people say, "No, I don't hold these racist views. I do have black friends," and it's like that does not mean you don't hold these views. Or, or that notion that Shalon, but you're not like them. You're not like them. Right. Like, what's them? Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. What's the them? Yeah, they, they, they group you in a monolith and then separate you, Shalon, from that monolith. Right. right. Yeah. And that's something I had to sort of challenge with him because it's like, I don't want that separation. Right. Like, I'm in love with you, but I didn't choose. Me loving him is not sort of me saying, all right, black people, goodbye. Put him to the side. White guy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that, that connection, speaking of that connection, having with other black people, I love that. Mm-hmm. I love blackness. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. and that was hard for him to sort of get how devastating. It felt losing people, especially as to such ridiculous, tragic violence. People being murdered by the state. That's upsetting. Yeah. yeah. And I think he just thought I was upsetting myself. That if I stopped paying attention to the stories, that I would be fine. Mm. But Which... he doesn't understand that sort of responsibility where I don't want 
to miss a name because I don't want anybody to miss me. Do you know what I mean? If something happened, I would want people to say my name and remember me. And during the summer, it felt like I'm paying attention to all of this. So nobody is forgotten because again, for some people, they thought black lives matter would be a week. Right. 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 Here it is. And now we're going to move on from this. So, So, yeah, I had a question like, um, when, you know, after we, Worked for the day, my lady and I, uh, we settled down, showers, you know, get our desserts and stuff, and we watch TV together. And Do I shower before. together? Yeah, sometimes. Okay. I'm sorry. Gets down in the shower. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I'm saying. But, but, you know, we sit down and chill for the news. Um, Do you guys ever, like, watch news at the same time, or is one watching news by themselves? Or, like, how would that go if, if you know, or, like, is is a story received the same i know it's not gonna be the same way but like do you watch news together i get what you're saying um at a certain point it stops i just i got most i get most of my news from twitter and following people versus watching the news on tv mm. um but i think we were getting information from different store uh different sources right where i think it became that divide mm-hmm. where they were he, saying all our stories were false and we're saying all their stories are false. Right, and, yeah, right, right. Which, again, it was just a shift that's happened in the course of our relationship. Um, which I, I guess highlights how important it is to be on the same page. I didn't realize that the summer the sort of some of the things that divided us didn't seem as big. Mm-hmm. But then this bigger moment happened where it's like, I need you to support me and support this, if that makes sense. Because mm-hmm. it was sort of before, I think the past decade, we weren't really big into the news or into politics. So that shift happening with him is sort of minor things. It's just like, okay, well, you can sort of believe this, but it's not impacting me or it's just your thoughts. But now it's sort of this bigger moment and it's sort of like, I need you to support this and i need you to support me so the politics sort of became more important mm-hmm. over the course of the relationship mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah i mean you're telling a story that is impactful to me i can see i can actually feel you know to me it's like all of this stuff really wasn't important before it was elevated and not that it wasn't important but you realize it's important when it got elevated that along with your connection to the black community made you not only obligated but want to be a part of the movement and for him it was something that could have seen been seen as an aside and right. if you put it away it wouldn't have bothered you out of sight out of mind but you didn't want to put it away because it right. affected you at such a core level and that's what i'm getting that's the story i'm yeah, getting out yeah. of it and i also feel like one of the things is even if black folks try to put it away, it still affects us. Yeah. Like it's just for those who try to put it away and try to get it out of their mind or feel that that, that method is the best way to get over it. Right. There's something about your blackness that still connects you and you can never really put it away. Yeah. So you might as well, let's deal with it. I like, I like what you said, Shalon, and I'm sorry, I like what you said about you paid attention because you wanted to recognize those names you didn't want those names to be forgotten and and that's a sentiment i never i felt it but i didn't know how to articulate it until you said it like 
yeah, there's a reason why we say these and we watch and we pay attention because when we put these hashtags up, it's not like we want to put these hashtags up, but we also we don't want no we want people to remember those names. These each and every life is important. It's yeah. a, it's a it to me it's like a tribal thing. Like we're connected as a tribe, right? And 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 like Shalon said, she wanted to remember those names, and if it happened to her, she wanted somebody to rem- remember her name. So it's a it's a course of empathy that you're invoking, yeah. which is seen not to be invoked by our white counterparts, given this whole situation. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wow, that's deep. Yo, I, I saw a hat the other day. I really thought about getting it. Um, it says, "I want." Please riot if they kill me. Mm. It was, it was hat. Mm-hmm. And it's a clothing line. I, I, it's named after Stokely Carmichael, a civil rights leader. But mm-hmm. that's the name. It was StokelyCarmichael.com. And it was a hat. Riot if they kill me. Right. And uh, I think it's just that similar sentiment that Shalom was saying. And I think we all feel like if something happens to us, we want to be remembered. Right. We, we want to be remembered. Now, if that means you, you got to do something to be remembered, whatever. But we want to be remembered. We don't want people to just move on and what i wanted to say before when when you continue with your point well then is that that's part of the problem Mm -hmm. locally in your own relationships Mm -hmm. and i think at a macro level like we talk about what happened at the capitol people want to put these things away as if they never happened Mm -hmm. they don't want to explore and fix the underlying problem that causes these things to happen so we have to expose it yeah. Put it out in the sunlight, disinfect it, and then we can put it back in. And I yeah. think that's part of the problem is we go forward without actually dealing with the issue. Yeah. And because we have to expose it, we get the blame for it. Right. When we shouldn't get the blame for it, we're just exposing it. But because people don't want to talk about it, they don't want to see it. Yeah. When we expose it because our lives depend on it being exposed. Right. But Literally, we, our yeah, lives depend on it. And we get blamed as if we are the reasons for the cause of it. it. Right. There you go. The right. cause of it. Right. Right. Well, you saw the preparation for the Black Lives Matter yeah. um, parade or the, march. The demonstration. You mean, yeah, you yeah. mean the police preparation? The police preparation yeah, right. for right. it right. in Washington yeah. versus the preparation for January 6th. Right. Right. And, right. right. And you see the results right. for the differences in the preparation. The outcome of what happened. Right. Not only that, but you saw the police aiding right. some of those Right, folks. right, right. They not only yeah. just got out the way, they gave them an assist. And and when you look at the people who are being arrested, like a lot of them are police officers. A yeah. lot of them are law enforcement. I yeah. don't know if they were law enforcement that day, but I'm saying the people who are being discovered and found yeah. out. Right. A lot of who participate. Yeah, right. a lot of And people. on right. that point, on that point, the new um, defense secretary. Yeah, I don't know the uh, name. The black commander. Right. Yeah. yeah, I'm slipping his name, but his, one of his... One of his first um, actions is he's gonna reduce white supremacy in in the armed services. Oh yeah, that was one of his first directives. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. It's, it's it's prevalent, man. You, yeah. Like you said, there was people um, in the Capitol helping. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. And people yeah. giving an assist and helping. Yeah. So yeah, and and you know, again, that just speaks to the. It's a macro. Uh, example of the micro, uh, I don't want to say aggressions. I hate that word microaggressions, but the things <laughs> that we experience nah, on a micro are. level have been elevated to that yeah. macro level. Uh, so, so Shalon, um, yeah. back to you. Um, <laughs> well, where, 
I, and again, if this is too personal, just be like, none of your business. Well. <laughs> nah. Yeah. Like nah. next. But I just want to know where, <laughs> where, where are things now in in your relationship? Because what I find on some level comforting, I guess, like you still, when you talk about your husband, I can still hear and sense a love there. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, it, it just made me wonder, um, you know, where where things are now. If you you know care to share at all, it's totally. Oh, um. We're we're good. Mm-hmm. We're good. <laughs> I think we're, there's still a lot of healing and repair that has to happen. Okay. Um, and one thing I sort of made clear is that those people who really at this point, if you don't get it, after seeing what happened at the Capitol, after seeing the difference in response, mm-hmm. after this point, if you still are debating Black Lives Matter, I don't want you in my life. Mm-hmm. So there are some of his friends or some of his family that I'm just sort of just like, I'm not going to be around those people. Okay. And if that's a problem mm. for you, then <laughs> yeah. we're going to have problems. Right. So we're working on things and healing because okay. a lot sort of happened in the summer, but Do you we find- still have that love there for each other. And I mm. think he's getting it. Mm. I think he's sort of learning a lot more stuff. And I think I'm sort of calling it out more. Because I'm sort of doing him a disservice if I'm not showing you all of it so mm. you understand this pain that was going through, and I'm going through when some of these things happen. Mm-hmm. Um, again, just thinking about some of these stories that it's not just me looking at the news, that it, it it's heartbreaking to think about what's happening. So calling it out, calling out, racism and white supremacy even if it makes them uncomfortable i think we realize we have to have those conversations more more than what we were having before mm-hmm. i think when we first met we didn't have to have the conversation as much uh but now it's an important conversation to have for us to be together because for my sanity and well-being i need to be with somebody who understands so that's where we are. We're working on it. <laughs> yeah. What what advice would you um give to other interracial couples? And I think even more specific, I want to speak to the dynamic of the the black and white dynamic. Um, is politics or worldviews are those like those are those must have discussions early in the relationship or? Or, or, or you know, can they? Can you wait on those? I would, I would try to have them earlier. I mean, people change. You've mm-hmm. changed over ten years as he's gotten older. Mm-hmm. But I think you have to decide what your non-negotiables are. I like how you said how as he's gotten older, not you. <laughs> as he's gotten older. Okay, I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's deciding what's important to you and your non-negotiables. I think there. are people who are in interracial relationships who are fine um, not talking about race or being in that uncomfortable space. I just wasn't anymore. Mm -hmm. I need to be in a place where I have to deny any part of myself. I just don't want to be in that space. So, you know, just literally just telling people, I think I met a lot of white people who do want to see me as special. So if I have to just say it in your face for five minutes straight, I'm black. important <laughs> 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 to me until you really get it and see it. Mm-hmm. And that's important. Yeah. Um, but I would, I would say that's just advice for anybody dating mm-hmm. or being in a relationship. If there's parts of you that you have to deny, if there's things that really are violating your non-negotiables, talk about them early. Yeah. And I think with 
this moment, uh, Black Lives Matter and everything else, that it'll be hard to not talk about race. So mm-hmm. have those uncomfortable conversations. Know that you're learning, that it's going to be something that you're learning. Get help and support, uh, you know, other people that have gone through it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but I think having that conversation. Interracial couple and- support groups. Mm-hmm. I might be the next meetup. <laughs> they gotta be out there, cause yeah, I'm sure they're out there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. wow, that's dope, man. I, I, I am thankful, man. I thank you for sharing that story. I know that that probably wasn't the easiest thing, and and we were talking earlier about being triggered, right? And I know it could be po- painful to just reshare it, but uh, we thank you. I think you did it with such eloquence, and 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 I took a lot from it, and I just I I know our listeners are gonna be uh blessed by the story, so we appreciate you, Shalom. Oh, you're welcome. It's it's good to sh- it's good to share, and as you talk about it more, it it's easier to sort of talk about because yeah. it's sort of a simple thing, just being your full self. Yeah, and I need him to sort of understand the fullness of who I am, and that's something that we're working on. Where maybe because I wasn't as loud before, we mm. didn't think that we would have to talk about race as much. But oh, so are y'all still together? Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we're still together. You couldn't get that from the story. I just wanted to be clear. Oh yeah, well I could oh, tell. Oh yeah, we're still we're still together, but we're working on it. I mean, yeah. we're one of the people. Brother, she went to therapy, not mm. about the race so much, but just to help our relationship because right. we did make that commitment to each other. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I think that's part of it. When he really understood, and it took people in my family really explaining to him. Like, Wait, did y'all uh, get like sister, a did y'all get a, like a, a black therapist? They sort of had to lay him out. <laughs> about Mm. this stuff but i think that commitment he has towards me as well he's sort of getting it and unfortunately or one of the things that happened is you can see it more it's just becoming so ridiculous some of the examples that with black lives matter just again i think being in new york thinking about that little girl just being nine Mm. and being pepper sprayed just how you could justify that yeah. you know what i mean Uncomfortable. so i think as the examples become more apparent that as they there's no denying it at that point and they right. tell her to stop acting like a child yeah i am a child that right. was her response her response was i am a child like why does she have to tell you why does she have to be the adult yeah yeah why does she have to be the adult to tell the adult she's the child that's crazy. That was yeah. crazy that's crazy that's so many levels of irony there I don't, it's, it's hard to talk about man yeah. but i right. i um you know, I one point I want to make a, a positive point though I think is that sometimes it can be hard to define your position when you're muddled in with others who share a similar position. And one positive thing that maybe you can take out of this and I'm taking out of it is that when you and and our 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 uh discussion last week is that when you surround yourself with people who may have an opposite opinion about something, it kind of clarifies where you sit. And it allows you to solidify your own thoughts and your own convictions mm-hmm. about certain topics. So uh, maybe that's a good thing that'll come out of this whole bad part of your relationship. You know, so got to spring the flower out of the manure. You know what I mean? Right. And it definitely us working on communication. It makes it stronger. Yeah. So I have I have one more. One more. Uh, yeah. Go ahead. Do it. man. Um, as, unless Shalong is busy. Yeah, unless it's, yeah. Uh, oh, if, go ahead. <laughs> as far as, like, um, staying together and going forward, how do you think this will, or how do you hope this will play out? Um, 
with the family. I mean, you know, things that happen down the road, his family, your family. I don't know if your plant like had visions of a future family, but you and know how had, it's diverged and may diverge. Like, what was your original intended destined right, path? Right, and right, right, and then your current destined p- yeah. path. Yeah, good question. I think the vision is still him at the end of the day. When I when I picture myself being older, I'm still with him. Mm. Um, that I'm getting happy as I think about him and talk about. I see the smile. That's dope. Right, <laughs> right. Yeah, so the, Ooh, that, see. <laughs> that he is my person to mm. so uncomfortable conversations with him and his family because they are important to me. I sort of had to step back from them for a little bit and sort of just like, you know, by sort of defending the police or these institutions, you're hurting me. You don't realize that. So there had to be a pause. There had to be a little bit of a moment where I sort of stepped back from them, but I love them as well. Um, even with my family and him, we're sort of all repairing it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I think if you if you know that, if for whatever reason, I don't know why he's the person, but he is mm-hmm. my person, then thinking about how you make it work and relationships are challenging. I think everybody could say that. Yes, um, but it, it's a weird thing going through all of that. It sort of makes it stronger because I have to think about why I want to be with this person. When he's really making me mad. Right, <laughs> so, right. right. <laughs> why do I want to be with this person? And thinking about it helps in the relationship in the long run. Yeah. So the future is us together. It's just working this out. And I think he sort of understands that this is important, but that still is a non-negotiable. If for some reason he backtracks mm-hmm. or, you know, has a debate about this or for some reason sort of says, I don't understand black lives matter anymore. Then I'm sort of out of it. If that makes sense. Yeah. If it's anything that sort of asked me to negate my blackness, that I have to choose myself over him. Mm. So, mm. you know, I'm all about working on a relationship, but if it's costing you your peace of mind, your sanity, your sense of self, that's a sign you have to get out. Mm. So hopefully it doesn't come to that. We're sort of at a good point now. Um, we're working on things. So I see him in the future, see my in-laws there, see us all as one big happy family mm. and hopefully stronger because we've come through this. Awesome. Yeah. Well, good luck to you. I hope everything works out the way that you hope it's going to work out. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It was great having you on the show. It was great hearing your perspective. It certainly gave me different perspective round of applause he's literally giving you a, a round <laughs> of applause we need, we need one of them applause tracks yeah 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 i can put it in okay there you go yeah. uh so thank you for joining um i appreciate you thank you shalom we you. appreciate thank you so much me. thank you hopefully that was something useful oh, <laughs> oh definitely no definitely no one doubt. of the best shows that i've ever done because I was in it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so where can they reach us? Yes, where where can they reach us at? They can reach us at three kings talk. Three kings at three kings talk dot com. Yeah, email right? email us. Let us know what your thoughts are. Three Kings Talk on Instagram. Yes, yo, please at your boys. follow us. Yeah. Follow us on Instagram at Three Kings Talk. Come and on, of course, us. your thoughts, please. Please. Peace, Kings. Peace, Kings. Peace, Kings. Thank you, Sister Shalom. We appreciate you. Thank you, Shalom. Thanks for having me.